Money FM 89.3, the best of your money. Money and me on your money, only on Money FM 89.3. Look at cryptocurrency today. Attitudes, more specifically, Bitcoin trading below twenty thousand for the first time in eleven weeks after breaking trend channel support. My friend Tony Sycamore from City Index says uh, he believes that Bitcoin looks set to retest its June seventeen five nine two low in coming sessions. So we'll see how that goes. In the meantime, let's take a look at cryptocurrency exchange. Bitstamp has commissioned a survey to discover investors' attitudes towards crypto. The survey involved 12 respondents from 23 countries and was meant to gauge adoption, levels of trust, if institutional investors are still investing or whether they're scaling back significantly. Deborah Tan Pink is communications director for APEC at Bitstamp. Good morning, Deborah. Hey, Michelle, thanks for having me on the show. Great to speak with you. Give us a sense of your survey, Deborah, who was polled and across which regions? Right, so um, our survey polled over 28,000 retail and institutional investors Mm -hmm. in 23 markets. So um, the markets are across the Americas, Europe, Africa, the Middle East, and Asia Pacific. Um, And in APEC, five markets were polled, and they were Singapore, Australia, Japan, Hong Kong, and finally, India. Okay, good to know about the spread. Now, tell us, I think a lot of people are wondering, what were institutions doing during crypto winter? Were most scaling back on investment, pulling back? Yeah, so this survey actually went out to market um, just before the start of the uh, crypto winter, so people wouldn't know whether it was really going to be winter or not. So one would naturally expect some form of scale back um, in this bear market. So globally, we saw a slight dip of 2% when it comes to institutions who said they are actively recommending crypto. And in APEC, however, the number remained the same um, as with Q1. So we had about 66% of institutions um, in APEC who said they would actively recommend crypto to their clients. If we look Towards Singapore, we had more than a third of institutions indicating that they intend to, first of all, increase their investment in crypto, expand their knowledge base for their clients and invest in increasing their crypto offerings. And these, for each of these, we saw a 1% to 2% increase in the number of respondents going wider. If we look at Australia, for example, uh, they were anything but passive. The results of the survey actually showed that a number of institutions who said they intend to make crypto one of their primary sources of investment actually went up from 14% in Q1 to 25% in Q2. So all in all, although it is a bear market, we are seeing quite positive signs amongst the institutional investors. um, And it looks like they are preparing for the next bull run and also to advise their clients for the next market phase. When was the cutoff date for this survey, Deborah? Wow, you're testing my memory now. I it was in the first two quarters was, of September, tw- uh, first two quarters of 2022 that it so spent? Yeah, so we did a Crypto Pulse survey in Q1 and that result was already posted sometime in April and May. But in, for Crypto Pulse Q2, which is this survey that we're talking about, mm-hmm. this went out in the on the 19th of May and came back, if I'm not, on the 22nd of May and came back, if I'm not wrong, on the 19th of June. 
So this was um, early Q2, mid Q2. Yeah. Okay, okay. It's useful for listeners to know uh, yeah. when we're talking about attitudes, when the cutoff date was, you know, what kind of mm. information people had at the time of the survey. So in terms of the downturn and institutional and retail trust in crypto, could you see any links there? Yeah, I think the crypto winter, you know, coupled with the recent spate of news surrounding crypto companies going under, mm. definitely affected trust. Uh, but we saw only a slight drop in of 3% globally, although 60% of institutions in Singapore said they found crypto to be trustworthy. We still saw a big drop of 9%. So Singapore had the biggest drop at 9% in APEC. Mm-hmm. And, but Japan, um, the institutions actually had the biggest jump in trust at 8%. Globally, if mm. we look um, at who had the biggest drop in trust in crypto amongst institutional investors, we're actually looking at Spain, uh, 15%, Germany, 13%, and Saudi Arabia at 12%. So Singapore is high, but it's not as high as other uh, markets in the world. So in which countries are we seeing the biggest changes in terms of trust? In terms of trust, then we will be seeing um, Spain, Germany and Saudi Arabia because these actually had um, a huge drop in trust. Got it. Are concerns over regulation in the industry increasing? Are more people calling for regulation? Um, I think it's great you're asking this question. While not enough regulation remains a top barrier to entering the crypto market, if we were to compare Q2 results against Q1, we're actually seeing, we actually saw a drop in the number of institutional investors who feel this way. Singapore, for instance, went from 36% in Q1 to 32% in Q2. And overall, out of the 23 markets polled in the survey, only six markets saw an increase in the number of institutions who felt that there needs to be more regulations um, in the market. And these are actually Argentina, Chile, Colombia, India, Mexico, and then the UAE. So those are regions that feel there isn't enough regulation? Mm -hmm. That's right. Got it. Now, when it comes to the use case for crypto, this survey also extended to retail investors. Am I right? Mm -hmm. That's right. Do we know whether more retail investors are actually using crypto? Um, So the survey actually polled on a would you be comfortable using crypto in your daily transactions? So it actually, like, you know, asked them, what if you had the chance to use crypto for your daily transactions? Would you be comfortable? And across the board, we see a slight increase um, with most people indicating that they would be most comfortable using crypto, first of all, in everyday transactions like paying for their groceries. Number two, paying for food at restaurants. And number three, uh, paying for luxury items such as cars and jewellery. But um, if we're looking at actual use cases for crypto, the survey doesn't cover that. But uh, personally, I, you know, officially, I do also think that the use case for crypto is definitely growing. I, was, I, was, I thought you were going to tell me that you personally use crypto. I I do invest in crypto, but it's not a life-changing amount, I must say. And, you know, this being a public radio show, I would also advise people, you know, to don't don't invest money. You cannot afford to lose, right? That is sound advice always. Now, to what extent Mm -hmm. are Singapore retail investors currently invested in crypto, Deborah? 
So 53% of retail investors polled in Singapore are currently investing in crypto. Uh, the next largest group at 17% actually said they would like to invest in crypto but don't know enough. That's, what, uh, that's why I'm saying you know, let's take this opportunity to emphasize that education is extremely important. And before you start investing in any asset, please do your own research. Is it 17% of investors in Singapore? Yes, that's right. So fi- retail investors. 53% of Singaporean retail Retail investors have some form of crypto in their portfolio. Is that right? Mm-hmm. That's right. That's right. Okay, got it. And the biggest barrier for the seventeen percent having crypto in their portfolios is basically they don't know enough about crypto to start investing. Got it. Which country mm-hmm. marks the highest number of retail investors holding on to crypto? Well, it's a market that's pretty close to us, and that's Hong Kong. Um, you wouldn't believe it, and I was pretty shocked at first when I saw the number. A whopping 80% of retail investors surveyed there um, are actually currently investing in crypto. Interesting. All right, Deborah, thanks for giving us a sense of attitudes towards crypto globally. We appreciate it. Thank you so much for having me on your show. Deborah Tanping, Communications Director for APEC at Cryptocurrency Exchange Bitstamp. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.